Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly. Welcome to Homeschool Boldly, brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. I'm Connie Albers, one of the contributing writers. My articles focus on building relationships. And what better way to build relationships than setting family goals? And that's going to be my segment this morning. I hope you enjoy it. I want to talk about when we go into the goal-setting phase. Now, whether you like to make plans or have goals or uh, milestones you want to accomplish or not, here are some suggestions not to the actual making the goal, but Entering the mindset of preparing for a new year and making family goals that aren't going to overwhelm you and you're not going to fade out uh, and burn out in 14 days because they're just too many, too much, and they're not realistic. But I like to start, and I encourage you to start this year, right now, looking back on the last year. Now, I know. Some of you will be like, I don't even want to think about last year. It was so bad. Maybe you lost a loved one or you had a serious diagnosis and you're still in the middle of it. Or perhaps you have a child that is breaking your heart for various reasons. Perhaps you're having some marital problems. Well, here's the thing. Trials, conflict, struggles, Friends, they're common to all of us. There is not a moment when I am with another person and we're talking, whether it's online or face-to-face, after about three or four questions, they are typically very discouraged and mm, a lot of times in tears. Why? Are they unique? Is their situation so much different than yours? No. It's that life is hard. But the reason... I want to talk about reflecting on the past year is this. I want you to get your notepad out. I love to journal. And I want you to start writing down all the things that were good and right in your year. Maybe you built a closer relationship with one of your children. Or perhaps some of you had a breakthrough in your marriage and you finally started to hear each other. Maybe your businesses leveled out from some really rough times. Maybe they're not out of it. Maybe you're still struggling, but you're hopeful. You've got a new plan or you want to do things differently. Perhaps you yourself have found you did some things right with school, with getting food on the table. You've come up with a new way and a new uh, budget. When you pause to ponder, What was good and right about last year? Guess what happens? Your mindset shifts. For me, I'll just tell you a couple of mine. My goal so hard was to make it through the year stronger than I was. No, I wasn't exercising. I didn't run a marathon or a half marathon or even to the mailbox. What I did is I had to get strong to heal my body. I had to make changes in my life last year that were, that were forced. That I didn't just want them, but they were forced. And so last year, 
you may have had some situations that you didn't invite, (laughs) but they're there. They showed up and they presented all sorts of havoc. But now that you're sitting where you are today, this moment, as you're listening to this podcast, you can see some lessons learned. You can see God's faithfulness. You weren't sure how you were going to make it, and you're standing today. Stronger, humbler, I hope. I don't love to go through trials and challenges, but I do like when I get on the other side of them. I do like being able to look back and reflect on God's goodness and how I've changed as a woman, as a mom, as a wife. So when we pause and we write down what is good and right, here are some specific things that I want you to to think about, okay? And that is, what achievements and accomplishments happened in your family, in your life, in your children's life, your marriage? And yes, you can write it down. If you just made it through the year, that counts. (laughs) That's sort of how I feel sometimes. When you reflect on your achievements and successes throughout the year, Both big and small. Don't think that you can only celebrate the big things. It's the little things. Maybe you were more disciplined to start school on time or to speak softly to your children or to prepare a meal a few nights a week. Maybe you were more faithful to get up and do your stretches or have your morning time with the Lord. Celebrate those. Those are milestones, my friend. You reached and you acknowledge the progress that you've made. When you recognize your accomplishments, then you can boost your confidence, and it actually motivates you to keep going. The second one is reflect on the past challenges and the lessons you learned. Now, I talked about that a little bit a few minutes ago, but consider those challenges and obstacles you faced during the year. When we reflect on those lessons, then you've learned from the experiences. I promise you, you have learned something. Resilience, perseverance, determination trust, humility. When you identify the challenges and understand how you overcame them and what you gained from them, boy, you have wisdom. And oftentimes, wisdom comes on the other side because we've gone through hard things. And then reflecting on the past, I want you to to reflect on the values and the priorities. Assess whether your actions and goals aligned with your values and priorities. Did you get off track? Did you lose your focus? Did you get too busy? Did you get unmotivated? Did you get discouraged? Are you staying true to the values and the priorities that your family and that you personally know God wants you to establish? Evaluate how you spend your time. Oh, my friends, I have to tell you, take a pen and paper and start putting times to all the activities that you do, all the way down to how long does it take to feed the dog and take the dog for a walk. I want you to take time to think about how are you spending those precious minutes that you have. What did you do activity-wise? Did it consume more time than you wanted it to? If so, where can you cut back in the new year? How can you maybe be more efficient or more organized? See, we don't know what to do if we start with everything was bad, I got to change it all. You won't succeed. But when you, when you break it into these small little bites, you will set yourself up to experience more joy and enjoyment with your family. 
but you have to stay focused on what is really mattering to you, to your family, and to the Lord. Reflecting on your values, guess what? They help you make decisions that are more aligned with where you want to be at the end of next year. I think all of us feel like 2023 went in a blink of an eye. And I'm going to tell you, that's how we're going to feel this time next year. When I address you at this podcast again, I'll be saying the same thing. Because life is going at a rapid pace. And I want us to focus on being well. We don't think about this as moms because we're pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. And I have pitchers, not pictures, pitchers that hold water. I have those throughout my house. And the reason I have them, they are visual reminders that I cannot pour from an empty pitcher. I can't water a plant. I can't take care of my kids. I can't run my home. I can't run my business or my ministry if I'm empty. So evaluate. Did you schedule time? Because what gets scheduled gets done. Did you schedule time to be able to take care of yourself, whether that's a few minutes to do some physical exercise, some time to meditate on God's word, some mental disciplines you want to build into your life? And are you being careful what you allow your mind to dwell on? Because that can take you in a bad place. Reflection with your family and friends and colleagues, you just consider one thing. All I want you to do is think about all the roles that you play. And then I want you to think what was good and right. Just one thing with each of those areas. What went well? What worked well? What do you want to build on from that? So when we start the goal setting process and focusing on what is good and right before we identify all the things that need to be improved, all the things we want to accomplish in the new year, our mindset shifts to a more hopeful perspective. And I don't know about you, but with all that's going on in our world, I need some hope. I need to have some positive things in my life. I need to see where God worked and what worked well so that we can continue to do those and make small modifications to the other things so we can get those running well too. After you've enjoyed some time of reflection, I want you to enter into a time of prayer and ask the Lord, what can I do? What does our family need to do in the new year that will bring glory to you, that will help our family stay on the same page and running the race that you have set before us? I hope you've enjoyed our time together. Again, I'm Connie Albers. You can find me at ConnieAlbers.com or listen to the podcast, Equipped to Be. I want you to remember, you've got this. Because God's got you. This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.